and welcome to Reliving My Youth. My name is Noel Fogelman. When I started this podcast over two years ago, one of my goals was to get as many contributors to the Rocky IV soundtrack on as possible. I consider Rocky IV to be the greatest soundtrack, not of the 80s, but of all time. So far, I've done pretty well. Vince DiCola, who scored the movie I've had on, Dave Bickler, former lead singer of Survivor, who sang Eye of the Tiger, Joe Esposito from Karate Kid fame, wrote Hearts on Fire, which was performed by John Cafferty. And this week, I am pleased to announce, two years in the making, the legendary Robert Tepper, singer-songwriter of No Easy Way Out, which is probably the best song on that soundtrack. There's a whole music video right down to the fade in the movie. I mean, Rocky Four is basically a 90-minute music video. Anyway, we talk about the origin of that song, just how much that song has helped and hurt his career, because he had a debut album called No Easy Way Out that was kind of hindered by the soundtracks. So we talked about that. Before Rocky Four soundtrack, he was writing songs for Paul Anka and Benny Barndonis. Benny Barndonis had the hit Into the Night, which charted twice. But Robert has a new album coming out called Better Than the Rest. It's out September 27th. It goes back to the 80s a little bit. Fantastic from what I heard so far. And Robert has some great albums in the last couple of years. Go check them out as well. Different sounding acoustic. Not as much 80s, but they're still fantastic as well. Hell of a nice guy. And I hope you enjoy my conversation with him. <laughs> expectations are for like you know the record because uh, you know okay. people who make records now i mean don't sell them you know even people no offense big, you know bigger people than you it's un- why is that why is that because nobody buys records yeah exactly you know, you know it's all streaming you know, kids, i got five boys you know right and, i mean I'm, i take that back my 19 year old is a hardcore rocker right and he buys see i got different finals showing up here every day oh good like everybody else Everybody else is listening to singles, you know. Yeah, I, I know. It's it, 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 right. I mean, it's a sh- I mean, it's convenient now that you can just listen to stuff on your phone. But I miss going to the stores and buying stuff. You know, you it was so that much was fun. fun yeah, that's what made you feel cool. Exactly. You know, you sifted through the the record store. You thought, uh, you know, literally when I was a kid, we used to when I was in like I was in a band, you know, like in New Jersey, a band in New Jersey, right, and we would. We would go into a local record store on Broadway, and we would look for the weirdest album cover we could find. Right. And that would be like that would be Hendrix, you know, with the, with the big thing with you know Azure Street and uh, Axis Boldest Love, and you know the Who with the big with the big noses and the Soderman on the front. Yeah. Showing. Right. Totally. And yeah. That's what we did. That's why we bought the, we bought that record because of not only because the songs were great. But because of the artwork and all of, all of it, it was all part of what we did. And when you're explaining that to people, it's really weird. Like, I've had younger people sit around and say, well, this is, who are that good? I said, no, you don't understand. <laughs> right, know? yeah. This, this was part of the winning place. This was part of, like, how people, this is part of, these were cultural bands that changed the way you dress, changed the way you think, changed everything, you know? And, you know, it's not like that anymore. And I, I'm not pining saying it was better. I'm just saying it was way different, you know? It was different. Yeah, because now it's just, it's so saturated, you know? Well, and before you had to, like, you know, professionally do it. Now, like, anyone can just pick up a guitar, put it on YouTube, and, you know, 
people listen to where before it's like people had to really work to earn their keep. You're right. You're right. It was it was more of a it was more of like I don't know. Yeah, people you had to you had to go out there and get a record deal, get somebody yeah. to believe in you, get somebody you know go out. I never did enough shows. I got to tell you that, but but people did tour like insanely. You know, I mean, I did right. some. You know, with Benny, with Benny Mardone, right. Benny into the night stuff. We did that, but you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's like you know, my wife's you know. Right. But, okay. um, uh, you know, she's like 47, so, you know, she's listening to the new Taylor Swift record, as yeah. everyone is right now, you know what I mean? It just came out, you know, and, and, and you know, I'm like, uh, okay, you know, yeah. three videos, Taylor Swift, <laughs> you know, MTV Music Awards and everything. It just feels different, but, but I gotta tell you, there is a group of people that follow her. Oh, yeah. Or is, Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I'm not a fan of hers, but I, I can respect the fact that she writes her own stuff. Exactly. You know, and it doesn't take, like, you know, 12 people to get a song credit for, like, other people's work, you know? <laughs> but I've read, but I've looked at that, you know, people I know that she writes, you know, she definitely writes good stuff, you know? Yeah. But, it, but it's just different. You and I know it's different than it was, you know what I mean? It's just, and that's, that's probably a good thing to a certain extent. Right, yeah, it's, it's super convenient that's, that's that way. Cool, yeah. You know, but is that, that, you know, is that good for us artists who have music out to, you know, 19, you know, 1981 hmm. into the night I think came out, you know, no, it's not, you hmm. know, just, you know, it's different. Right. It's different. Yeah, now, like, I mean, now it seems like the whole, like, quote-unquote, like, Yacht Rock, like, boom, is, it's like, you know, getting so big, and, like, that and they have, like, the Yacht Rock reviews now. Do you kind of get, like, I don't know, like, more royalties now because of that? I mean, is that something, like, you, you would want to uh, p- promote and play as well? Have you ever played that song? Interesting, interesting question. Inter- interesting question. You know, you know, I- I'd be lying if I said the royalties were as good as they were back in the day. Right. And now I, okay? But you do see resurgences here and there. Like, you go, oh, wow, what happened there? Oh, oh, no easy way to out was on the South Park. Right, oh, yeah. Okay, that's what happened. You know, oh, Yacht Rock's getting big. Yacht Rock's getting big. Yacht Rock, say that fast. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is like, it's, it's, I don't understand it, but it's definitely like, it's a thing. And I would imagine it genetic get off the water there. It's a big thing, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and it's big out you know, People do it in the clubs, and there's Yacht Rock. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. When you yeah, when you do shows, have you actually performed that song, or you, you stayed away yes, from it? I yeah. Mean, okay. You know what? I, so what's been happening? Right. So I put out. Um, uh, so I put out like an acoustic rock kind of record before this one. Right. You know, and so uh, I was doing shows like in Arkansas and Oklahoma. I was doing some 
stuff in, uh, in England, they did a couple of things. I didn't, in England I didn't do this, but I, you know, in between, like people say, hey, you're gonna do two shows, would you do an acoustic show at somebody's house? And I love doing it again. I love doing acoustic shows because it just strips everything down, it's being them, you know, it's a, it's, it's a room full of people and, and there I am with a guitar in my hand and maybe one other guitar player, you know? Yeah. And, and I gotta tell you, man, some of my favorite, you know, I, I love singing that way, I enjoy it. So I usually throw into the night uh, if I'm doing like electric and and acoustic, yeah, I, I will I'll throw into the night like in, as the last acoustic song, and then we'll break into it electrically at the end of it. Okay. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. So, like, so we'll start it. We'll start it acoustically, me and Pablo. You know. Yeah. And then we'll play it, and then when we get to the middle section, the bass players start coming. And everybody comes in, and usually it's towards like probably the latter half of the night. You know, so it's maybe four or five tunes. I don't kill people because, you know, you know, I don't want to, I don't want them to get bored, you know, so then we go in and then we probably do the least way out after that. Okay. Know, yeah. Some, something like that. Right. That's yeah. Have you ever performed the easy way out acoustically? Yes. There's, as a matter of fact, if you look, there's a place, there's a, a Chinese restaurant, New York Chinese restaurant, <laughs> called Genghis Khan, here, you know, and, uh, and they do an acoustic night and, I was producing um, Freebo. You know Freebo? Freebo was a bass player that played with Bonnie Ray for years. Oh, okay, yeah. And I, did a bunch, and I did a bunch of his acoustic records. I co-wrote with him and engineered those records. That right. Them, you know, and, produce, and co-produced with him. So uh, I, so he would do a night at this place, and he'd ask me if I could come in and do a couple of songs. I do know he's doing this. There's a friend of mine's video does an acoustic version of No Easy that's got like 55,000 views or something like that from Genghis Khan. If you look that up, you can find that okay. somewhere. Yeah, because I, I saw the one you did at the Whiskey A Go-Go, and that's that's, yes. that's on YouTube. Yeah, yes. that, that, was a, that was a great yes. version, too. That's on YouTube, but so is this one. For the acoustic show, Genghis Khan, G-E-N-G-I-S-K-O-E-N, or G-O-E-N, something like that. Okay. Are you, with the new album coming out September 27th, Better Than The Rest, are you going to tour like promoting that maybe on the east coast i you know i would love to you right know, i would love to we're gonna we're gonna see how excited people get about this you know it's, yeah you know we've been we've been promoting it i've been doing interviews you know i've been, i did interviews for the last two weeks i mean people seem interested we're getting some good reviews out of uh, out of england some of the rock bags are being really kind of cool and let's see, you know, it's it's so strange right now. I'm trying to be really aggressive about this film, but it's like, I know part of my deal was with this one that when AOR hasn't signed you to this record, uh, they wanted me to debut the record at the Heat Festival in Germany, which I'm going to do. So this, I know I'm doing one show for sure. How many How many more after that? I'm not sure. I'm holding a lot more. Right, because I'm, I'm, I'm sure, you know, obviously people who are fans of, your music back in the 80s and then now because you, you, your last two out I mean we, I guess I can talk about it now because it's a really great album New Life Story which is such a I mean it's such a different album compared to like No Easy Way Out it's more acoustically Absolutely. or most of those songs were those like just based on personal experiences? Those are, those are yeah, those, yeah. Are, those are very you know um, yes I mean I'm always writing you know I'm like they're more, they're more personal, they're more, 
you know, more intimate, you know, more, um, yeah, I mean, very much so, you know, and, and not that the, the songs on the new album aren't intimate, but it's a different, it's a different, I don't want to say format, because that sounds so, you know, like kind of corporate, but it's yeah. like, you know, we, we did the album better than the rest, and that's like cinematic, you know, these right. are more black and white, these look <laughs> like black and white movies, you know, yeah. you, you do, it, they're little intimate sketches, and you know, I have another one of those records ready to go that I really want to do, and sometimes, not right now, it's because I have a lot of a conflict, but I have more of those songs, really, you know, which I kind of hinted at, I was trying to put out a down called Staggered when this whole thing came together. Oh, know? right, right. How did you get hooked up with the AOR? Uh, AOR Heaven, uh, my friend, I have a friend, Indigo Balboa, who got me over to Spain, right? And a really good singer himself, and a good friend of mine, and he was promoting some shows of mine and, and singing on stage with me, which he'll do in Germany also. Uh, and we did a bunch of shows in Madrid, and we did some shows in England, and we did... Uh, you know, I, would, I think I went back to Spain twice, either two or three times, definitely twice, okay, if I remember correctly. And so Indigo had, uh, there's not that many places to go, no, with that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Right, it's very, yeah. like, there's, there's, there's a label out of Italy called Frontier. Okay. Then there's, there's AOR Heaven out of Germany, and there's one other one, Spain, or something like that, which is, I forget where it's at. I really yeah. do. I, I want to say Sweden, but I can't swear to it. Right. Okay. So, you know, Frontier, I played it for them. Now, the drag about Frontier is like, there are hands, I mean, there's a lot of huge people. White Snake is on that. Okay. Um, I think I think Toto's on there. You know, AOR Heaven is more like, I mean, I had total control. That's you know good. what I mean? Right. I, handed them the, I handed them five demos of things we had been working on and maybe... You know, that it was somewhat more than demos. They were somewhat along the way. They weren't final pitches, but they were somewhat along the way. Where, uh, you know, uh, and then a couple of demos. Frontier was like, hey, we're going to get the producer. We're going to go through the songs. And, you know what I mean? This was like, and I had a, you know, me and Pablo had a definite vision for this record. Like, we're not giving up any control to anybody. <laughs> and, I, you know, and I got to tell you, Frontier wasn't that interesting, but. AOR Heaven absolutely was. George was ready to jump in. He said, I want, it. I want this record, which was great, you know? Oh, that's Not good. bad. Get a record deal with Keith Dion. I like it. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Yeah, you, you, you don't look it or sound it, so that's that's even yeah, better. Yeah, uh, let's just say you you couldn't get the record deal. Were you going to? Oh, this, this record, you know, we put in like we put in a lot of work on this record. Right. You know, you'll hear it, but you know, and and uh, yeah, there was no way this was not coming out. I mean, this was this was going to get finished some way or the other. Right. Some way or the other, if it was self-produced. But I mean, how? We, uh, I mean, Pablo and I did the whole thing. We wrote it, you know. I engineered it and mixed it. You know, I sang and played bass. He did the guitars and keyboards, and I did keyboards. And, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it was like we we took our time doing this thing. You know, yeah. we didn't rush it. You know, so it was kind of. Oh, good. And because, uh, like I said, you know, the, the, the title track, um, Better Than The Rest, is, I mean, you, you sound great. It sounds like you're back in the 80s, you. you know, so I'm you know looking forward to the rest of that album. But, you know, going, like, you know, way back, even before No Easy Way Out, 
okay. like the, like getting started in the business. I I know you're you know from Bayonne, so you had guess headed to you New know, York. Bayonne, but it's, 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 you gotta remember, where did I grow up? I I'm growing up. I'm born in 1950, so in 1966, I'm listening. I I've got the Yankees. I got Mickey Mantle, Roger Maris. I got the Stones, the Beatles. I'm better than him. <laughs> we got it all. We got the Boogie Blues. We got. first song how old were you Oh, yeah, don't go breaking my heart, yeah.
Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Eighty. What is it? Tell me, eighty-one. And then like eighty-nine, I think. Eighty-nine pirate radio. Yeah. Came in. Right. And again, and it's out now as a dance hit. Some big remixer just did a remix on. I don't know how it's doing. I mean, I don't understand all that. But, yeah. <laughs> you know. It, but but uh, it's supposedly it's getting some play. Well, that's good. I mean, hey, just just keep re-releasing it, right? <laughs> it can only help you. It's been a hit twice. Let's make it a hit three times. Absolutely, yeah. Go for the hat trick, yeah. Now, um, yeah. Now, was the song based on a real sixteen-year-old girl? You know, they they want to say that. Okay, can you still hear me? I hear it. Yeah. You know, yes, a real sixteen-year-old girl used to come, but it's and walk Benny's dog in the morning. You know? Yeah. And I got everybody in the bench, right? <laughs> but uh, I, I can get into something with you, but I can't right now. Okay. It's, it just wouldn't be appropriate. But, okay. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, but it was all above board. And they, they made more of it than, than it was. And, and you know what? It was probably her sort of getting cut. I mean, Usher did it. Right, right yeah. Absolutely. Now, um, yeah, after the song came out, um, were, you, were you still writing between that period and, like, No Easy Way Out? Was I, was I still writing between me? Yeah. I, I would say that that gave me into confidence. Okay. I could really write. I could really write for myself. Because Benny, you know, I was doing the Benny thing. You know, it kind of gave me a new confidence, you know. And, I, and you know, I mean, Benny... He went through his demons, you know right, what I mean? Right. I, I kind of went my own way, you know, after that. But I was, I mean, the guy who produced that record, Barry Moran's, you know, I was, I, I mean, I had no idea that I would someday, like, be so interested in, like, engineering and stuff like that, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and I wanted to do that. And Barry was, like, this amazing engineer, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it was also different, but it kind of helped me. The whole digital thing kind of helped me because I could just jump in at my own pace. Right. You know, I don't know if any of that makes sense. It's kind of catchy. Oh, no. Like, I... back in the day, you know, you had to become like a, uh, you know, oh, I'm going to work for this guy and I'm going to sleep for him for 40 years and I'm going to be my own engineer. You right. Know, you know, like, Pro Tools and Logic and all that stuff. You know, and here I am, I'm like older, but I'm like, hey, you know, I can do this myself, you know. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Right. Know, much later. Yeah. You know, when people said I disappeared, I didn't disappear, you know? Yeah. I was working, I was working in an engineer, I was producing for people, you know, co-writing with people. I mean, I was not focused on my own career, which, you know, I still have trouble doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, 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 absolutely. I mean, you know, I'm looking forward to this album. Obviously, you know, New Life Story was fantastic, and we'll get to, um, you know, easy, no easy way out. I mean, that album was, I I love that album. It's 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 fantastic. You know, um, the title track. I mean, I did a show with someone who you've been on his show with John Lamoureux. We we did a top uh, a top ten best of '80s soundtrack songs. And mine, mine was number one. Was no easy way out. I think he he also had it on the list too. I can't remember what number, but yeah, the, oh, that is so and <laughs> you know it's so funny because okay, so I play a lot of kids. You probably should write this. Okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. 
Oh no, say it. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, he does, yeah. Okay. I'm a Jets fan. Yeah, I know, me too. <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I I I keep saying they'll win the Super Bowl the year after I die, so I'm <laughs> Yeah. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> No. <laughs> right. Seven. Come on. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I mean, because you know that, that um like that soundtrack uh, obviously was so much different than the previous three because like you know Bill Conti yes. wasn't involved and again falling out with, with with Stallone but Stallone went a different way you know Vince Tocola was great and they he had more commercial music so how um yeah. how, how did how did he find that song.
<laughs> Someone is Italian. I'll let you fill in the blanks with this with the Italian East Coast connection. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but, so Stallone gets a meeting with with the Scotty Brothers. Now you remember the Scotty Brothers came from promotion. Okay, they used to get records played. Don't ask me how they used to do it, but they did. Okay, <laughs> and uh, so Stallone goes up there for a meeting. He's looking for songs for us. And here's me, and here's I'm I'm in, I'm actually working on my record at that time, right? And he falls in love with no easy way out. He just he said, "I'll just get it, man. This is it. This is gonna be so great in my mood." To the point where he even wanted me to sing his other song. He brought this other song, and it did not work. Okay. Okay. But he came, but he came down the studio and said, "Monica and Scotty Brothers, with his bodyguard who was bigger than him." 40 years older than him. Okay? Right. I didn't know who this guy was going to stop. Not anybody. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so we, we kind of, you know, we kind of hit it off. You know, think that, you know, look, movie stars aren't buddies. You know what I mean? I can't just pick up the phone and call Spavoni today, you know? And, and so, you know, we hung out, went to the opening, you know, just feel so much. So he, he was good to me, man. He put me in two of his movies, you know, which was, uh, this was powerful, you know, it was good for me, you know, they were both kind of franchising me, Bucky Ford's probably, you know, gonna outlive my kids, you know, yeah. be around forever. Yeah, it's and, probably on right now. <laughs> it's probably on right now, and Cobra is like, it's a great movie, but it's a cult movie. Yeah. You know, and uh, so it, it was interesting, you know, it, was it good for my record? No, because they wouldn't be released my record until the soundtrack has run, had run its full course at least 20 times. Right, know? yeah. I mean, I had to wait till the last thing, and by that time, it's like, I'm being, I'm in the promotion department of CBS, Scotty Brothers is CBS, you know, right. subsidiary. And I'm going, when are you going to start working my record, you know? And like, Come on, you're telling me if, if they had released, like, right after, you know, no easy way out. I mean, they did sell so 
five. They could release, you know, that's what you call oven, did a video for that. That would have been what? Yeah. You know what I mean? It would have been the icing up the cake, you know? And no, because, you know, it was done already. You know, it was done. They would start promoting that record. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the record's been out. You know, not that they said that, but they had moved on. Nobody said, hey, the record's been out for a while. Nobody said that. Right. But did I get a, but did I get a platinum record? Should we do it? Definitely. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's a shame because, like, they only would have, if they put it out, you know, maybe two months after the soundtrack came out, it only would have sold more yes. more albums because people would have been intrigued about the rest of your work. Thank you. You know, it seemed really logical to yeah. you and me and everybody right. else on the planet. God knows what the deal was, you know. What's the deal? Hey, you know what? We want people buying us. You know, we don't want people buying us. That's soundtrack. We don't care about this shit. You know what I mean? It was like hmm. that kind of mentality that kind of like you know they, they should have I was I was their artist man they, they could have done better you know I mean they had Weird Al they had yeah. Brown they had Survivor they had a couple of bands that were doing shit you know? yeah come on you know but I, I couldn't get past the sound that's why you know they call you a soundtrack king you know what I mean they call you you know which is I'm not bitching about it who knows Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you're still you're still you're still here. You're still rocking, and so that's you know. Exactly. Some, I'm yeah. Still moving. I'm still making music. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So right. And it's because you know, because like that time, like you know, soundtracks were like huge. I mean, now you know, obviously exactly. they're not big, exactly. but like you know, that was like one of the biggest ones in the '80s. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and you know what's really cool about that? Think about it. Well, why was that? I always said to myself. How lucky would be that MTV came right, yeah. to be alive at that point? You know? People up this whole time trying to copy videos. I mean, that's what Stallone did with Millie's Way. I mean, who ever heard of putting a song in a movie down to the fade? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I always, I always say that whole movie is one big like music video, but like that, but, but, but to you know, that whole montage was just, was just tremendous, and like. Yeah. You know that whole like soundtrack. I mean, you have Kenny Loggins on there, who's like the king of the '80s soundtracks, and he's buried in that you know soundtrack. <laughs> it, it, it's true. You know, it's really true. It's like it's it's so funny how the song and the movie were both. You know what I mean? It's like they were so joined for that whatever that little period of time was. Yeah. With uh, John Parr and you know, right, exactly. And, and uh, Kenny Loggins, you know, and I guess. Uh, you know, I gave you the sound, you know, and uh, with, you know, in your eyes. You yeah. Know, it was like a bunch of movies that you can't watch the movie without thinking of that song. You just can't. You right. Know? Yeah, exactly. And then I, I, I always listen to that set. Yeah. I always listen to that soundtrack when I work out. I'm, I'm sure you, I'm not the first person to tell you that either. <laughs> no, of course not. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all important. You know, it's like they're really joined together. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So then the the, the second album, um, I, I don't want to, I, I don't, yeah, Modern Man, I don't want to like offend you, but it's a little uneven no, compared compared to the first I album. It's not, it's not as good. Let me tell you, the new record, if that had been, if this new record, I, I considered more of a follow up. Okay. Right. Uh, you know, I was pretty out of my mind by that point. Okay. Right. Things weren't going the way I wanted them to. You know, there's a couple of good songs on. Couple of bands out there, and then you know, right? Say, hey man, let's do When You Dream of Love, and it's been fun. So 
fight, let's do fighting for you. Like I put fighting for you, and as a duet with who's ever singing with me. You right. Know, yeah. Out. And it's fun to do, but that album is definitely crazy. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't even like that record, but you know what I mean? It's like it was what it was.
I was pretty crazy in my life. You know, this is this new record is much more of a solid record than that. You know, right. Oh, good because you know, if it, I mean, if, if if all the songs are as fantastic as the title track, all the fans are going to be in for a treat. So, oh man, thank you, man. I think they're going to get for I got a couple of shoes out of England. You know, I, I can yeah. tell you which ones, but I um I put it up on my Facebook. You know, if you put Robert Tepper, you'll find it. I, I'll 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 accept. I, I think if you ask to follow me today, I'll accept the EDT couple of okay, cool. The, the, Oh, awesome! Yeah, right. So far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that, that's good. I, I, I can't imagine getting any bad ones, you know, from from this one. So, but uh, yeah, the um, yeah, and then I heard I, I couldn't find this album. Like, I, I listened to it on YouTube. Uh, no rest from the wounded heart. Yeah, there's some good songs on Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Why wasn't it, it, it released here? Well, because that the, the way. Vimeo, it's on Vimeo. Yeah, I, I was able to listen to it, yeah. But like, you know, to, to, to get like on iTunes or streaming, yeah, I, I couldn't find it on there. Yeah, the in the, uh, yeah, the title track. Uh, yeah, it's good. What was the title track on that? Um, uh, no West from the Wounded Heart. <laughs> It's knocking at your door 
Don't read that. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, was it Another Place, Another Time? Uh, 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 Christina? Christina's okay. Okay. Um, only You Can Mend a Broken Heart. Only You Can Mend a Broken Heart was kind of cool. Nice balance. Yeah. Uh, a Faded Memory. Uh, faded Memory, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do that. I okay. Do that. They want that yeah. one. They like that one. Which way are we running? Which way are you running? Thank you. I would say no rest in which way are you running. It's the biggest one off that record. Okay. That people want to hear. Right. And thank you. Sure. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just and anyone who's listening, just go to you know YouTube, type up Robert Tepper, No West Wounded Heart. They're all there, and it's it's great. Right. Awesome. Uh, one more question for you. Um, sure. Actually, it's the same question, but twice. Um, remember where you were when the first time you heard "Into the Night" on the radio, and then "No Easy Way Out." Okay, "No Easy Way Out." I was, I was at, I remember being, uh, I was at the record company, okay. right? And um, I was in the park. I was. It was like a bottom garage, and I turned on the radio in LA, and there it is. Okay, that's it. It's like. There's something very surreal about it. You right. Know, when, you, when, you, when you hear it for the first time, you do that. Oh, it's angry already. Into the night, I, I honestly, I, you know, I can't remember. Right. I yeah. really don't. You yeah. know, I don't know why, but I just don't. Man, it was such a long time ago. Yeah. Such a long, long time ago. Yeah. I, I'm so sure. I yeah, I'm sure, like, if you're, you know, in a store or the dentist's office, you hear Into the Night playing in the radio. <laughs> I hear it. Yeah. I hear it at the grocery store. Yeah. I heard it at the grocery store. Yeah. I heard it at the grocery store. Right. Not that. Not yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I think I heard it once getting root canal. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Hopefully it brought you a little comfort. Yeah, it, it did. It, it, yeah. I didn't have any pain there, but um, <laughs> Better Than the Rest comes out. September twenty seventh. I can't wait. To, yeah, I can't wait to listen to okay. it. And um, best of luck, Robert. With it. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. It's always took so long, but I think this was a better time to do it. I just really do. And a special thanks to Robert for joining me today. Go check out Better Than the Rest. It comes out September twenty seventh. I really hope it does well because from what I heard, it's fantastic. And you can follow him on Twitter at the Robert Tepper, like his page on Facebook. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at the first Noel 19 Be sure to like the page for Living My Youth on Facebook. Go to iTunes, check out all the past episodes we've had. While you're there, please rate and review the show. If you don't have iTunes, not a problem. The show's on SoundCloud, it's also on Podbean. Go to livingmyyouth.theredless.com for all your merchandise. A new episode comes out every Wednesday. 
And we're going to leave you with one of my favorite songs off of Robert's New Life Story album. It's called Hard Concrete. 